in the name of the one who and who is and who is to come. Amen. Please be seated. And as this is our children's Eucharist, I invite all the children who are here this morning to gather with me at the foot of the steps. Well, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I hope if you were here, you had a great Christmas. And if you were traveling, I hope you had a great Christmas. And we're so glad that everyone is back at St. James in this new year. You probably know that I'm not Zach. Um, I love Zach, and I wish I were Zach sometimes, but I'm not Zach. Um, Zach is sick, and so I hope you'll keep him in your thoughts and prayers so he gets better soon and can be back here next Sunday. So we are still celebrating Christmas, even though some of the world has already moved on. Some people may have already taken down their trees. I've seen a lot of them on the sidewalk. Some people are just ready to move into the new year. But in the church, we're still celebrating Christmas. We're still celebrating the 12 days of Christmas. And in fact, today is the 12th day of Christmas. We're celebrating the epiphany, the journey of the wise men who were led by a star. And I hope everybody saw the star behind me, right? Everybody noticed the star at the top of the Reredos? Reminding us that today we celebrate the wise men who followed the star and found the baby Jesus and offered their gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. Now, I want to see a show of hands. How many of you got a gift this Christmas? I hope everyone's hand goes up, right? Out there, everybody got a gift this Christmas? Excellent. Now, I want you to take a minute and think about your favorite gift the gift that you got this Christmas that meant the most to you. No need to raise your hands just yet. Take a minute. Think about what that gift was and why it meant the most to you. Take a minute think about it. Okay, somebody want to share what their favorite gift was and why it meant the most to you? So Eugenia's gift, her favorite gift was going to Vermont. You want to tell me why that was your favorite gift? Because you got to go skiing. That sounds like a lot of fun. Okay, how about over there? One of our acolytes. Okay, so Max got a 3D printer. And why was that your favorite gift? So instead of buying stuff, you can make stuff. How cool is that? I look forward to you making me something. Um, You got a what? A Chromebook laptop. Why was that your favorite gift? So you don't have to use your mom's slow computer. You're, you're a lover of speed. I know that about you, Nora. So we give gifts because we love the people we give them to, right? Did you maybe give a gift this Christmas too, not just receive a gift? Raise your hand if you gave a gift this Christmas. We give a gift because we love the person that we are giving it to. And when we receive a gift, we know that it's because they love us. And when we get those gifts, we sometimes learn something special about what they think about us. So for instance, I got some books because some people in my life know that I love to read. And I got some really cool running shoes because people in my life know that I like to run. And so I knew that the people who gave me the gifts knew something about me. They weren't just random gifts that they could give anybody. They were gifts for you. They knew you liked to go skiing in Vermont, and they knew you were tired of a slow computer, and they knew you liked to make stuff, right? They're gifts that were for you, right? 
So the wise men who show up today, they are giving Jesus gifts that are for Jesus. And they tell us a lot about who Jesus is. So think about those three gifts that they give to Jesus. The first is gold, right? Yeah, gold. Maybe who, who would have gold in the ancient world? Who would have a lot of gold? A king would have a lot of gold, right? And so the wise men are saying that this Jesus, this baby in a feeding trough, born in the middle of nowhere in a small town, is actually the real king. And he's the one whose rules we have to live by and follow. He's the king. What's the second gift? Maybe somebody who hasn't answered yet. What's the second gift? We've got gold. Myrrh's the third one. We'll come back to that. What's the second one? Frankincense. Does anybody know what frankincense is? No? Do you know? It's a spice. That's true. And what do you do with frankincense? Anybody know? Take the word frank out of it. Incense. Does anybody know what incense is? Incense is a a spice you burn, right? And it puts out some smoke that smells really nice. Have you all ever seen incense? No? Well, let's, I'll show you sometime. Come tomorrow night at the Lessons and Carols and you'll see the king with incense. The incense that the king offered or that the wise men offer was used in the temple. And the temple was where people praised God. And so by offering Jesus the incense, they're saying that this baby, this Jesus, isn't just a king whose rules we have to follow. He's actually God, God with us, Emmanuel. God doesn't just stay far away in heaven. He comes to be with us right in our lives as Jesus. So that's the second gift. He's a, we get gold. He's a king. We have frankincense. He's God. And what's the third one? We heard it. Myrrh. Does anybody know what myrrh is? This one's even harder than frankincense. It's a bitter perfume. You learned the song. Well done. Myrrh, a bitter perfume that was used actually to prepare people who had died to be buried, which is super sad. Super sad. And what the kings are reminding us is that God loves us so much that there's no place he won't go with us, even the sad places in our lives that God isn't just in happy, joyful times like Christmas. God is with us all the time and loves us so much that he'd even die as we all do so that we would know that we would live forever with God in heaven. That's what Easter tells us, that even though God dies in Jesus, he's resurrected at Easter, and that's the promise that we will be too. So those wise men tell us everything we know about, need to know about Jesus, that he's the king whose way we need to follow, that he's God with us, and that his love will never end. And so what I want you to think about today, what's that? God is always alive. The question was, God alive a long time ago? And the answer is, God is always alive. And Jesus, as God in the flesh, was alive a long time ago and is still alive in heaven forever and ever and ever. Amen. God never dies. So what I want you to think about as you go back to your seat is what you might offer Jesus this year. Because I know each of you loves Jesus. Just like those wise men came to offer Jesus gifts, and I know 
that you want to offer Jesus a gift to in this new year. So I wonder what you might give Jesus this new year. Maybe it's some more of your time. Maybe it's trying to be nicer to people in your school or at home. Maybe it's serving those who are in need by volunteering. Maybe it's giving away some of your money. Maybe it's just praying more and giving him your heart. But whatever it is, I want you to pick one thing this new year that you can give to Jesus, who is our King and our God and whose love never ends. Amen? Merry Christmas.